Hi, everybody. Before we get to our next episode, I wanted to ask you to consider not leaving a tip at my website, thedailyrios.com, and joining what I'm calling the League of the Daily Rios Listeners Tired of Podcasters Threatening Their Audience with Going to a Pay Model, or Lot Dwalt Optog Topum for short. Remember, The Daily Rios is like no other comics podcast out there. Think about it. Your average comic book takes about 10 to 20 minutes to read. And I have no idea how those two things even connect. Here at The Daily Rios, we give you two to three hours every week, bringing you in-depth conversations, apparently with myself, while others kiss ass with the top creative minds in pop culture entertainment. We're in our eighth year of podcasting, and being a theater guy, I've always avoided being paid for shows anyway. But the reality is, there are production costs. Updating equipment, traveling to conventions for more ass-kissing, I mean guest interviews, and panels, like the one I held at C2E2, on the floor of a hallway. Or frankly, earning something for the effort of producing 10 to 12 hours of show content every month. That's right, I said it. Earning something for the effort of producing something no one told me to produce in the first place. We're there for you every week with fresh entertainment here on The Daily Rios. And who the hell is this we, anyway? I know money is tight for all of us. That's why I'm happy to keep the show a free product as long as possible. But if you can swing a couple dollars, do me a favor and do so. Now, before I punish you and make you pay for all the free entertainment I've been giving you for eight years, you motherfucking freeloaders! Go to the front page of thedailyreels.com. Try and look for the donate button. Guess what? It's not there. Check out the front page of thedailyreels.com. I just repeated myself. Because by now, you've probably blacked out anyway. As always, thank you for your listenership and support. And now, on to the show. The Daily Rios for May 1st, 2013. New Comics Wednesday. Ooh, and what a Wednesday it was. <laughs> All right, we're going to jump right in here. From Dark Horse, Mr. X Eviction, one of three by Dean Motter and company. Mr. X was a title that I came across in one of the first comic shops I ever went to, which actually wasn't Golden Eagle. If you remember us talking about Golden Eagle on CGS for the longest time, the first comic shop I ever walked into was a place called Hildebrand's in Reading, PA. And on one of the spinner racks was this red cover with some very stark black imagery of a what I th- I think it was a bald man with glasses and a trench coat and this giant X behind him. Um, it was uh, an image quite like that, something like that. And it was a Mr. X comic. And I picked it up and read it. And that was oh so many years ago. And now Dark Horse has been putting out a few little Mr. X items here and there. And now they're coming out with a three-issue miniseries uh, of all new content. So I thought that was worth mentioning here on the show. From Vertigo, Girl with a Dragon Tattoo, Volume 2 by Denise Mina, with art by Leonardo Manco and Andrea Muti. Picked that one up because I picked up the first volume for my girlfriend as a Valentine's Day gift. Yeah, that's awkward. <laughs> so I picked up the volume, uh, second volume as well. She likes the books, she likes the movies, so I thought, hey, might as well pick that up. Your little scooter in the background. Let's see, Jack Kirby Omnibus, Volume 2. Collects Black Magic 1 through 9, First Issue Special 1, 5, and 6, Kung Fu Fighter 3, The Sandman 1 through 6, a DC Comics Presents issue, and Superpowers Volume 1 and Volume 2, and also Cobra Number 1. I think Superpowers 
is the comic that introduced me to Jack Kirby. Also from DC, the first issue of The Movement by Gail Simone and Freddie E. Williams II. I've been picking up at least all of the first issues of all the new DC titles because, hey, we live in a time when you can do such a thing. From Marvel, we have Iron Man 258.1. In 1990... Iron Man 258 by John Byrne and John Romita Jr. was the start of Armor Wars 2. So Marvel has decided to go back to the well uh, with David Michelinie, Bob Layton, Dave Ross, and create their version of Armor Wars 2 because they were the ones responsible for Armor Wars 1. At least David Michelinie and Bob Layton were. And now they're going to do this as a weekly jump, I think. I think each issue... two. Uh, 258.1, 258.2, 258.3, etc. I believe it's going to come out every week. And they're going to tell their version of Armor Wars 2. Not sure who was asking for that. I, I want to say that I heard Bob Layton talk about this in one of the panels, um, either that I moderated or that, uh, you know, when I at, at uh, Denver Comic Con last year or talking with him outside the convention. I think he talked about at one point he was going to do a Iron Man The End miniseries because uh, those were really, you know, popular. Or an Iron Man Forever or something like that. I don't remember. Uh, and maybe, maybe that turned into this. Not sure. Don't quote me on that. All right, just a few more here from Fanagraphics. Three New Stories One-Shot by Dash Shaw. This is a comic book that will feature three all-new full-color short stories that explore various dystopian societies. From a Sherlock Holmes-style investigator who must complete his high school degree to filmed voluntary nudity to prison camps full of jaded children. Jaded children. Um, this is about this is 32 pages from Fanographics. It's just a one-shot of his quirky work. From Humanoids, Pietrolino hardcover. It's a hard. It's a graphic novel adaptation of a theater play written by Alex, Alexandro Jodorowsky. Uh, for the famous French mime Marcel Marceau. It's a tale of love, art, treason, set in Nazi-occupied France. And the artist is his frequent co- uh, contributor, frequent humanoids contributor, I should say, uh, O.G. Boyskuman. Boy, I don't know if I said that right. <laughs> but <clears throat> um, adaptation of a theater play in comic book form? Yeah, that sounds like something right up my alley. I noticed it in previews a few months back, so I, I kept the note in my uh, to-buy uh, list of comics to, and, and said, you know, gotta, gotta give it a mention when I hear it and when I see it on Diamond's list. And finally, back issue 64 from Tomorrow's Publishing, spotlighting backup series stories of the Bronze Age. Green Lantern, Green Arrow, Black Canary, Metamorpho, featuring... Um, Archie Goodwin and Walt Simonson's Manhunter, Martin Pascoe and Keith Giffen's Dr. Fate, Whatever Happened to Stories in the back of I Know Them from DC Comics Presents, not sure if they were from elsewhere, also featuring looks at Nemesis, Rose and Thorn, Seven Seven Soldiers of Victory, and more. So you're going to see work here by Carrie Burkett, Dick Giordano, Mike Grell, Elliot S. Magnin, Dan Spiegel, and so, so many more. All edited by Michael Urey. All right, that's your New Comics Wednesday for today. Happy May, happy free comic book day this weekend. I unfortunately cannot go again. This is about the third or fourth year that I won't attend a free comic book day 
session because I'll be working all day. Um, so I'll miss it, even though the store that's two blocks from my house will uh, be having a sale and a whole bunch of other stuff. South Philly Comics, rock on. I will see you tomorrow with another episode of The Daily Rios. Until then, take care.